first time here. My name is Kate Holliday. I'm here with Ryan Rivers. This is a show where we dig in and dissect to a wide variety of topics. We broadcast over shortwave radio on WRMI, and you can also find us on iTunes, where if you miss the live episode or show on WRMI, you can go download it on iTunes at any given time. Anytime. Anytime. 24-7. Yes. Uh, if you would like to send us an email, uh, give us show topic suggestions, comments, concerns, whatever you all want to send us, theweeklylab at gmail.com is how to get a hold of us. And we recently had an email come through from our neighbors to the north, right? We did. Uh, Nicholas out of Ontario province, I believe it's a province, mm. um, up in Canada. Yeah. Uh, sent us an email saying that he really enjoyed uh, last week's or the week before's topic. Mm -hmm. And he requested that we go a little bit further into the paranormal. Mm. Uh, Maybe it's Halloween in the air. It is Halloween. We're recording this on Halloween at least. It is. So the stars have aligned. Um, Yes. uh, He mentioned the whole uh, witchcraft, Wicca, wizards, that type of thing. Mm -hmm. He said, like us, he's a total skeptic as well. Right. Um. And he, you know, pretty much summed up everything we said on our beliefs and our um, thoughts on it, mm-hmm. which is funny because just the other day we were watching a show <laughs> where this woman, like yeah. they were hunting ghosts or something, I don't know, but yep. like her whole um, experience that she brought to the table was that she was a witch. Yeah. Or so she claimed. Right. And she did like little seances or whatever you want to call them, where she walked around with like a, like a... I don't even know what it was, a butcher's knife. Yeah, and it was she like, like a blade of some sort. She tapped on trees and... Um, Asked them to tap back and... Yeah, it was really weird. But it's like, to me, nothing happened. But she, like, kind of like along the lines that we talked about Ghost Adventures, how they always talk about, like, things that they're feeling and they wish that it was, like, interactive TV where you could, like, smell things or, like, feel what they're feeling. Right. We can't. Mm-hmm. So she was saying, you know, she felt that after she did her rituals or whatever she called them, uh, she felt like the spirits were more at peace and like willing to come and talk to her. But like we, as the audience, didn't see anything. No. Nah. We just saw a woman like saying random things and like tapping on tree stumps yep. with a knife. That's you know what I mean? That's so that sums it up. Now, if anybody out there, quote, practices witchcraft or whatever, I'm not. I'm not saying that you, it's doesn't exist i'm just not a firm believer in it there you go so i don't know um but this is unfortunately we missed last week because life happens we got busy with a bunch of stuff had our own things going on so we're back at it this week yeah ironically on halloween full blue moon tonight full blue moon yeah and it's on a weekend which is pretty cool halloween hasn't been as far as i can remember on the weekend in a while in ever and it sucks because covid kind of ruined it so i mean even though it is on a weekend you can't really do anything to enjoy it yeah. I mean, you can, but I, they strongly encourage you not to do it. I oh, went yeah. and bought a Christmas tree today. Yeah, that's right. We did. Down with this Halloween stuff and up with the tree tomorrow. <laughs> Straight up tomorrow, November 1st. That's it. Um, Where was I going with that? Oh, I yeah. I don't know. So we're back with our spooky series. Spooky series. what I was trying series, to say. Yep. Yeah. So this is the third, unless we, you know, just want to carry it over into next month. We hey. might. I don't know. Uh, this is our third part to this series. So we did talk about witchcraft and all that kind of stuff last week or the week before. Excuse me. We talked about paranormal investigations and um, like theories right. about how ghosts manifest and the encounters people have with them. So uh, I briefly mentioned the stone tape theory Mm-hmm. on the last episode and we honestly didn't even have time to dive into it so uh, that's what we're going to get into today yep we're going to talk about light or quote spirit orbs 
and who knows where that could lead. Generally, we get off topic sometimes and just go on rants. So just, I did, yeah, I can yeah. confirm that. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, so we touched briefly, I think, on the stone tape theory, right? Isn't that, if I understand it correctly, it's like something something traumatic or something significant happened <coughs> excuse me happened mm -hmm. and it imprinted on the land the structures around wherever it occurred blah 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 mm -hmm. and then it continues to like be like on repeat or something like that yeah is that right yeah it's essentially a quote recording of events and the paranormal research community always says like it has to be something significant or traumatic or but that's what i was saying last episode like that's open to interpretation. Something that you might think is traumatic, I don't. So Or something I think is significant. And I might not. So how do we know if it's going to get recorded or not? I don't know. You know? Do but they have an answer to that? I don't think so. And uh. honestly, the hardest thing that I had um, finding was legitimately like Googling why do people believe this? It's uh. It's... Like, it all pops up of what it is, right. but it's like, why do they think this is a legit thing? And it was like, I found nothing hmm. on how they, like, and I know all of this is, uh, what do they call it, pseudoscience? So it's not real science. It's just theories. Ah, uh, you're going to upset the community. I'm sorry. I like ghost hunting and stuff. Like, you guys know me if you've been listening to this show. Like, I we watch Ghost Adventures all the time. I love haunted shows. So it's not that I don't believe. This is just something I have a hard time swallowing. Because how do you explain... Something traumatic in a house, like they go to historical homes sometimes on these shows, you know, where the Civil War happened or something where a lot of people died and some people's homes were made into makeshift like hospitals mm -hmm. for soldiers. A lot of people died there. There's a lot of trauma, significant events. And how does that image or recording of like somebody getting their leg chopped off on a table, like amputated during that, get embedded into the walls of a house? Like physically into the wood or right. the stone and then play back when people are in there. That's what I can't grasp. Like I understand it's a theory and they're talking about residual hauntings where it's just like a repeat thing that people have seen, like multiple people have seen mm -hmm. and they're like, well, it's not interacting with you. Like it's not saying something, something specific to you. It's you just, know, you happen to be there when, when it plays, when it starts. Right. So I guess that yeah. part I, kind of understand or see why they came to that theory but like I'm one of those people you can't explain to me how it actually happens just the fact that it does I'm like meh like is that for everything in life or is that just uh for paranormal uh, I would say it's more for things like the paranormal oh, where okay. I'm not an expert on it which I don't really consider myself an expert in anything um but I just I don't know without that explanation because to me, in my mind, it makes no sense. Right. Well, yeah. And the only reason I'm asking is just to play the other side of the fence there. If somebody were to say, do you understand nuclear physics? No. So if somebody were to tell you this happens, but they don't tell you why, and they don't fully understand why, would you still believe it? I mean, see, that's the thing. Like, I believe that there's a chance that it happens, but I'm not going to be, like, fully invested in what they're saying happens. Unless it's proven. All right. You know what I mean? Innocent until proven guilty. Yeah, I just feel like, I mean, I I could possibly buy into it, but I would prefer that it was without a doubt, like, proven. Interesting. You know? I do. I, I don't do. know. Mm -hmm. And I think mm -hmm. that's what I'm saying. Like, I believe in the paranormal because over the years, 
decades, centuries, whatever you want to say, in ghost hunting, like it has been proven time and time again that certain things happen. Now, are they loved ones that you're encountering sometimes? People you don't know? Demons? I don't know. Trees? Trees. Don't witches talk to the trees and think that trees are coming back? Um, I'm, I, I can't answer that. Anyway, um, <laughs> so this this uh, stone tape theory. Mm-hmm. All right, go on. So what is uh, what is a primary example of, of this? Like, is there a real, um, like, community-approved belief, like, common, like, yes, this place right here meets all that criteria? Um... I mean, I think it's pretty widely accepted in the paranormal research community because I've heard multiple uh, different groups. Like, for instance, Ghost Adventures thinks it's a real thing. Um, Ghost Hunters that we started watching thinks it's a real thing. And I've read plenty of forum posts, gone to different websites, and they all seem to think that this is a legit theory Hmm. of something that occurs. And that's what I'm saying. Like, so many people buy into this, but, like, how can you not explain it a little bit better? Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. Um... But, like, the article I have pulled up on my phone right now is talking about, you know, if you put people into a situation where you tell them this kind of stuff happens, and they were like, for instance, you put them in a spooky old, like, Civil War era home with relics, and you tell them, like, oh, people always see a soldier walking across the top stairs. Like, he never talks to anybody, but that's just a common occurrence because it's just replaying because he did that at some point in his life in this house. Yeah, that's not significant. Right. But it happens. When it comes to this stuff, like, it's something so basic. It wasn't, whatever. Um, I digress. But you put them into that situation in the dark, and they're actively hunting for ghosts. What do you think is going to happen? Right. They're going to think they see that. Right. Whether or not they do, I mean, I, I don't know. And that's been proven, like, even in my own, like, for example, like, whenever I, whenever we lived in Alaska, and I would go fishing, and somebody would be like, oh, you're fishing down here, there's always a bear hanging out, so be careful down there. Every noise I heard in the woods, it was a bear. Right. Every time I saw the, you know, bushes move, oh, there's a bear. Yeah. Like, your mind, like you said, it automatically goes in that direction. Yep. Um, There's also, oh, I wish I remembered the term for it. It's called, um, I don't remember off the top of my head what the actual name is. Mm-hmm. However, there is... It is proven, it has been documented several times, Um, the gist of it is whenever a pilot flies like over a large body of water or gets to the point of no return, like they're at a um, gliding distance. Okay. You following so far? So like a a pilot gets in like a single engine plane, whatever, um, and he gets to that point where he's leaving land, maybe flying like down to... um, the Bahamas or something, but once he passes that point where he can't turn around and make it back to land if something goes wrong, yeah, he automatically starts hearing things with the oh, engine. He yeah. feels the controls are rattling. Like he's he's almost like working himself into a panic. Yeah. Because in the back of his mind he knows if something goes wrong right now I I'm can't screwed. make it. Yeah. But for the first ten minutes of the flight everything was fine. Everything's going normal. Right. But as you get further and further away and it's actually been um fairly widely discussed. Um, I just can't remember the actual term that they use to um, to I'm describe a, that. I'm not a scientist, but I would say like situational paranoia. Right. So like, like it's in your mind, like that type of thing. And yeah. Like they even said that like they like the FAA like started looking into it, and it's actually like part of the training curriculum now. Of hey, expect this to happen to you whenever you become a new pilot and you are 
doing this situation. Right. Because, like, so many people, like, started going to mechanic shops and that type of stuff. Like, I don't know, but there was something wrong with it. Yeah, and then they, like, run your check engine light in a car, and they're like, there's nothing wrong. Yeah, so that type of stuff happens outside of paranormal as well. Hmm. that makes Completely off topic, like you were saying. No, but it makes sense. Because that's essentially the same thing. Like, I know when I put in a scary movie or I turn a scary movie on, like, all of a sudden, like, my senses are heightened, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm watching, I'm like, oh, what was that? And then, or you go into a dark room and you're unfamiliar and you just kind of, like, feel like it's spooky. Every noise you hear makes you jump. Or, like, you think you see a shadow and you jump because you're already paranoid. You know what I mean? So it just feeds into that. So I don't know if, because uh, one of the episodes we were watching... They went into somebody's house and they had a lot of claims and at the very end of the episode they said it was a residual haunting because they didn't get any like intelligent responses. So they told the lady and her kid like this is just residual from previous tenants or like people on the land or something like that like it just happens. And she's like oh that puts my mind at ease you know like (laughs) they're not doing anything to me but it's like uh, I don't know. I don't know either. I guess I would have to I would have to be there to see it. Now, I have experienced weird things, and I think we did an episode about that like a year ago, mm-hmm. of things that we've like personally experienced. You um, had one recently. I don't think we talked about it. Which one? With the clock downstairs? Dude. Yeah. Did I talk about that? I don't think so. So, yes, correct. You were out of town, mm-hmm. and I was sitting on the couch. It was late at night. I was watching TV, winding down for the evening, me and the two dogs. Yep. And we have this large decorative clock on the wall that mm-hmm. hasn't worked in like what three four five six years it's been a long time pretty much the entire time we've owned it right yeah. so we bought this clock and we were like this will look great in the living room and then like i don't know two months after we bought it the thing quit working we mm-hmm. swapped batteries in and out yeah it, it never just, like, it just wouldn't do anything it wouldn't do anything but it's a nice centerpiece for the wall right so i'm sitting there watching tv minding my own business the clock starts working completely random you're talking about getting goosebumps and chills yeah because like I forgot years. how loud that thing was when it ticks, you yep. know? And then it just, boom, 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 like starts ticking. And mm-hmm. I'm like, what is that? And I mute the TV, and I look up at the clock, and sure enough, the thing's ticking. Hmm. And that lasted for like maybe 20 minutes as I was texting you about it. It was 20 minutes? And then next oh, thing you know. I thought it was know, like a short period of time. Well, I mean, in the grand scheme of what a clock does, 20 minutes is nothing. Right. That is a short period of time for a clock. Yeah, true. Because those things have been ticking since the beginning of time. Right. So. Yeah, I remember when you texted me and I was like, I don't even think there's batteries in it because why would we keep a battery that's just going to corrode if the thing doesn't work? Well, I didn't go check. I was going to say, until this day, I've been home for a couple weeks now since that happened and we have not checked it. Because, like, I remember I asked you, I said, is there even a battery in it? And you said, I really don't want to know. Because if there was no battery, that would just be even more trippy. Yeah. And then didn't you say Ray, like, woke up and started growling? Yeah, whenever that happened. Mm-hmm. Like, he lifted his head up because he heard it, too. I'm assuming he was growling at the clock. I don't know. But why, though? Right. Like... Why is a clock making him mad all of a sudden? Right. I don't... Maybe because it was so loud he couldn't sleep? Possibly. He was just mad at maybe it? Maybe he was wanting to listen to whatever TV show we were watching. So, the stone tape theory. Maybe that clock used to tick a long time ago, and it was significant. And in I its just... life? I just happened to be in the point of the timeline where it replayed and it ticked hmm. does it make sense nope no because it i mean yeah it did tick in the beginning of when we owned it was that significant to you 
not to me, but maybe to the clock because it hasn't worked since. He's like, man, remember when I worked? Yeah. Like that? Remember that was, when I had a job? That was significant. I've been unemployed for like five years. Right. I guess it's time to go back to work. Something. For at least 20 minutes. I don't know. I don't know, but that's pretty creepy. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I Let us know what you guys think. That's you, that's a good idea. Do you buy into the stone tape theory? Let us know. Theweeklylab at gmail.com. Because I, like I said, I can see where they're coming from, I guess. But, but it doesn't make sense. Yeah, there's a big but there. Because yeah. you've got to think. Like, this this world has had two world wars. Mm-hmm. You would think that almost every place would have a significant event mm-hmm. on repeat. I mean, the area that we live, the American Revolutionary War was fought right around here. Yeah. So how come at night we don't hear muskets going off and see fireballs in the woods. I have no idea. Yeah, because literally the stone rock wall outside of our house was built during that time. We should go put some tape on it. Like scotch tape? Stone tape theory. (laughs) That'd be such a funny meme. There's just a piece of scotch tape on a stone. You're like, stone tape theory. Stone tape. (laughs) We gotta wait and see what happens. Yeah, I mean, it's Halloween, full moon. Maybe tonight we'll get something. Could. If we we go tape a bunch of stones. Now... This is completely off topic, oh, but why do people think that more paranormal stuff happens on Halloween? Um, I think it's one of those things where uh, traditionally, like the stories that have been told over the centuries of things that, like witches and those kinds of people. Ghouls. Ghouls, if you will. Goblins. Um, used to do... Gobstoppers. Rit- yeah, those will break your teeth, though. Um used to do rituals on Halloween because it's like a full moon, I guess, where they think the veil between the spiritual realm and our realm is the thinnest. So if you do rituals, things have an easier time to come through. It's not always a full moon on Halloween, though. No. It's just, for whatever reason, they would do that kind of stuff on Halloween. Mm. It made it significant, so. Because it was significant to them. Right. Stone tape. Stone. Everything <laughs> everything leads back to the stone tape theory. Yeah. Even though it doesn't make sense. Is there another theory out there? Is it I mean, just like a random, like, nah, there's not. Nah. I mean, I don't really think that they're theory, like, called theories. It's just things that people believe represents manifestation of spirits, like the EMF stuff. Mm. So, um, but also in the article I was just looking at, they were talking about how they did an experiment and they exposed people to like low levels of EMF and they, it was in a very controlled environment. They weren't in somewhere quote haunted, like known to be haunted. They didn't tell them anything like, Oh yeah, people see the apparition of a doctor here all the time or whatever. And they put them through a series of tests and it was proven that people that were exposed to the low level EMF had hallucinations Hmm. like, and they, and typically they saw different things. Hmm. Interesting. So that's a theory is like what the EMF levels is that they, of course, it will higher EMF levels, they say, can make you feel nauseous, make you feel weird, like just give you a spooky feeling in general. So that's why they always look for EMF. But they also think EMF spikes means that there's a spirit there because they're like manifesting energy. So that's a theory. Because like I said, all this stuff is pseudoscience and you can't prove it scientifically with a scientific method. Yeah. So it's all theories. But the stone tape theory is the biggest one that's like has theory in the name of it. All the other ones are like speculation. Because like, uh, what's that Connect camera that Ghost Adventures uses where it maps out like little figures and stuff? Like there's not an actual person there because it does map a skeletal figure of like the crew members when mm-hmm. it gets on them. But the theory is, is that it somehow maps in the energy points on a spirit to make it look like a stick figure. Oh, good grief. You know what I mean though? But like... 
I don't know the technology that goes behind it and all that kind of stuff to make it be able to do that, but and I don't think all spirits are human, so I don't know why it always maps in a stick figure. Now, this EMF, mm-hmm. we talked about that last show. Electromagnetic fields, yep. Um, it makes you wonder if you've ever been exposed to that type of stuff. And if so, like, is did it did it affect you? Yeah, I don't think you would ever know unless it was like continuous to the point where you're like, what is going on? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, just short bursts of it, probably not. You're probably like, ugh, my stomach hurts, or like, oh, I have a headache. You know? But like, yeah. unless it was a continuous thing, like your house was emitting high levels of EMF and you were constantly exposed to it, and finally you're like, I've had it. Like something's wrong because I feel like crap all the time, and I'm seeing ghouls right <laughs> i don't know huh. you know or you'd have to put yourself in a situation like that experiment and they would now expose has you that to been level. has that been scientifically proven that if you are exposed to high levels of emf you do hallucinate or was that just one experiment that you read about it's one experiment that i've read about but literally every ghost hunting show that i have seen all talk about it so I think, and I think that that is something you could do against the scientific method because you would have a theory, you could have test subjects, control subjects, and come out with a conclusion, which is what that experiment was explaining. Like they did people with no EMF, low level, and then high level. Hmm. You know what I mean? So then they saw the comparisons between those people in those groups as well as amongst the three. So I think you could say that that's been proven by scientific method. Interesting. Yeah. But well. I don't know. Um the other thing that I was going to mention was light orbs or spirit orbs. Right. Which, Who hasn't seen those? Right. So, like, I don't know how many times I've taken a picture in the flash, like, or, like, when I videotape the dogs acting stupid and they're, like, fighting on top of me in the middle of the night or, like, when I'm trying to watch TV and it's dark because it's, like, almost bedtime. I videotape them. The flash comes on so I can actually see what it's doing. Those videos are riddled with spirit orbs, quote, but... I mean, whenever you watch a ghost hunting show, they always talk about, like, well, there's absolutely no dust in this area. Now, I will say, when you do watch some of these videos and it's night vision, things are gray, white, black. You know, like, there's no color, it's just night vision. Sometimes, the way that these orbs move isn't dust, I would say. Like, because dust is just, like, floating, free-floating, like, just doing, like... Dust stuff. Right, and there's always a bunch of them. Yeah. But when you've seen these videos, there's like a pink one or a green one or a white one. And they're very direct, mm-hmm. I feel like. Like they're going to do something like on Ghost Adventures, they always talk about whenever, like, not whenever, but a lot of times they're using the spirit box. And either before or after a voice comes through, a light orb like shoots out of the spirit box or into the spirit box. Mm-hmm. So could that just be the interaction between the camera and the device? I mean, it could be. Because what I'm thinking is, um, in movies and videos that I've seen, um, and this is scientifically proven, mm-hmm. um, like if you've ever seen a um, a video of a car driving down the road, mm-hmm. and it looks like the wheels are spinning one way, and yeah. then suddenly they go back the other way. Yep. It's because the camera can't keep up with what is actually happening in real life. Right. So these so-called orbs, mm-hmm. is it the fact that there is dust or there is something that our human eye can't pick up but the camera can but it just can't process it so it it views it as an orb Mm -hmm. is that possible i would say yes i don't think that the ghost hunting community ever takes it to that level but 
I think over the years, the evidence that they have all caught points to what they theorize. Because it's very, that's what I'm saying, it's very direct. Like, it's a, it looks like it has a purpose. It's not just the camera malfunctioning or not being able to keep up because it does different things. But that's what I'm saying, like, it shoots right into somebody and then they start acting weird. So, mm. I mean, there's so much technology now that goes into video and cameras and pictures and all that kind of stuff. You could fake it. Like, you could do that and be like, oh, start acting stupid. And then we'll put this thing in there and it, like, shoots into your head or whatever. You know, I don't know. Yeah. I don't do any of that kind of stuff, like, you know, video and editing and all that kind of stuff. But I would say yes. Plus, it's also, like, I was just thinking about, um, have you ever seen those things that people send you, like, in emails or whatever, and it's, like, stare at the middle circle of this, and it's, like, black and white circles, mm -hmm. um, like, getting bigger, and then it's, like, spinning, yeah. and then when you look away, you see one circle, or yeah. whatever it is, like, your eyes play tricks on you anyways. An optical illusion, if you will. Right. So, I mean, once again, do you see it because you want to see it? It's a paranormal illusion. Could be. Is that a new term? Can we copyright that? I mean, I don't see why not. I don't know. Um, but, like, one of the articles that I found on Spirit Orbs broke it down as far as, like, even the color and what they theorize the colors mean. Like, oh, good they grief. go from clear, black, brown, red, orange, green, blue, like, all these different things. And apparently, according to these people, they all mean different things. So, I have no idea what to think of that. Because, I like, on those shows, I've really only seen white, pink, and green. I think. I think it's just, I I mean, me as a skeptic, I think that's just the camera interacting with the the light spectrum. Yeah. Which, you know, due to refraction, if you will, if you remember that from basic physics. Mm-hmm. Sure. That's Who what, doesn't? That's what causes the different uh, colors. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like, how do you explain whenever a voice comes through the spirit box, an orb shoots out of it? Basic physics. Okay, would explain that's that. what we're going with? Yeah. Okay, so you can scientifically prove using basic well, physics. Well, I can't, what? but scientists can. They're doing it all the time. Spirit orbs? Physics. All the time. Yeah. It's a complicated <laughs> subject, but they... Physics. They have it under wraps. Well, there you go, folks. Everything leads back to stone tape theory and basic physics. Basic physics can explain just about everything just, in life. Just about everything. I mean, I don't understand whenever you start putting letters next to numbers... I don't know. <laughs> you know, the other day, um, this is completely off topic. But, Again. Um, I think you've said that three times already. I, bought, <laughs> I got a, uh, I got a whiteboard for my office at work. Sure. And I had to do some, uh, some simple math. Arithmetic, if you will. Some, some mathematics. And you ever done long division? Yes. Have you done it recently? No. Yeah. Would you know how? Yeah. Okay. So I drew the little bracket, put the numbers there, because I had to divide something, and I couldn't remember where the answer went. Did it go on top of the bracket? Did it go under? The top. Yeah, and uh, I eventually figured it out. Mm -hmm. It does go on top. And then the fact that I sat there for so long and was trying to remember how to do it, I felt so stupid. So you know what I did? Mm. Just, just for some good measure, I added some letters next to the numbers. Why? Exactly. When people walk into my office and see that, they're going to be like, dude... Yeah. Look at this that he's doing. Like, look at these equations that he is figuring out this in here. This guy's so smart, but what is he doing? And it meant nothing. Why is he doing it? I didn't even stick to the uh, traditional A, B, C, or X, Y, and Z. What did you use? I don't even remember. Just random letters. Why didn't you use your phone to do the division? 
because it doesn't do long division. You have to show your work, otherwise people will think that you're... That's true. You don't get credit on tests if you don't show your work. Right. Like this you, isn't a test, per se, but it was... You wouldn't have gotten the credit from people. Right. So now people there. are going to be like, bro, I don't know what he's doing in there, but he's busy because he's yeah. doing long division with letters. With letters. I don't think that's a thing. It is now. Oh, Basic geez. physics. Basic physics. Stone tape. Basically, we're... But that event was so significant to me that I feel bad for whoever takes that office whenever I transfer because mm -hmm. that's going to be imprinted on that whiteboard. So you're saying like their whiteboard, they're going to erase it in one time randomly throughout their career in yep. that office. It'll that's going to pop up. Yep. When they they're walk in like, next morning, crap. they're going to be like, I'm the only one that has a key to this office. How did this happen? Some basic physics guy came in here and did long division with letters Somebody broke into this place to do <laughs> math. How do we come up with this crap? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, happy Halloween, everybody. Yeah. I hope you guys enjoy it. And, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure that wraps up our spooky series. I can so tell you're not really in the Halloween-y mood ever I'm since really COVID. Not. I didn't dress up. I, I'm like... Well, I'm you're like 30-something, so uh, that's yeah. to be expected. I guess. Uh, <laughs> I don't um, even know if I'm going to carve my pumpkin tonight. It's kind of sad. Oh, we haven't even carved pumpkins yet or had pumpkin pie or done anything. No. haven't done anything. Well, hey, there's always next, I almost said next Christmas. Christmas. There's, there's uh, that too. There's always next Halloween. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, well, until then, I am Ryan Rivers, and this is Kate Holiday, and this is The Lab, and our email address is theweeklylab at gmail. Yeah, you had to think about that one, huh? Dot com. Yes. <laughs>